Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your main event. It's time! In one corner, the host of this show... He is the chief of Zonehead Nation, Brandon Kravitz. And in the other corner, hailing from Tampa, Florida, they call him the Z-Man, Zach Blobner. Let's get ready I'm kidding. They're actually friends. Let's send you back to the studio for this week's Tampa Report. Hey. Yes, indeed. Zach Blobner, one half of the JNZ show, noon to 3 p.m. on 95.3 W-D-A-E, at Zach on the mic is how you can find him on social. Quite the guest lineup you guys had on the show today, huh, Zach? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. We had my co-host for the fantasy, Brandon Kravitz, on today, but you wouldn't know based on his Twitter profile that he is a part of the fantasy fix, <laughs> even though it's syndicated in multiple markets and a big part of not only my life, but his life and the life of our listeners around the Sunshine State. You wouldn't know based on his Twitter profile. Uh, I sense some hurt feelings there. I just went to go check your profile because I was fearing for your sake that you were being hypocritical, but it is there. So I, um, I'm out of characters. I have too many jobs, but I will see. I will. <laughs> I want to call Elon after the show. I'm going to see if I can fit it in. How was your Sunday solo show? I was busy rubbing shoulders with Mickey and the whole clubhouse. Uh, how are things on your lonesome? Well, I guess I've always been alone now, I found out. Nice. So I guess it just was normal based on... Uh, this is really awkward. It was good, man. It was, you know, it's different having you there because we can bounce things off of each other and kind of come up with different thoughts on the fantasy landscape. I also think, and I tried to remind the audience this, and I think we do this a lot throughout the season, even when we're both in, like we try to help you navigate. Imagine us as a GPS in fantasy football. But even when you're following a GPS on the road, sometimes you're like, look, I know this way is faster, or my gut is telling me to get off this exit, even though the GPS says to wait a couple. We're helping you navigate, but we're not the end-all, be-all. And at the end of the day, you know, trust your gut more than you trust not just us, but anybody or anything else uh, in fantasy. Absolutely. Sometimes our GPS doesn't sense the traffic ahead. So if you think you have a good beat on that, uh, it's a really good analogy. Do you feel like that you did better or, or maybe even worse uh, in terms of your fantasy football weekend with me not talking you into certain players? So... I had Foreman on the bench in multiple leagues. Uh, tough day because he had three touchdowns, and I cautioned a lot of people about starting him. But I don't regret it because based on what he did the first week of action, you know, after the injuries in the Bears' backfield, yeah, you couldn't have played him unless you literally had no other option. Um, outside of that, I feel like I did a really good job at kind of pointing people in the right direction. Overall, I mean, you never get to hit 100% of the, you know, swings you take uh, in baseball and in fantasy football. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I felt pretty good about it, though. I think the problem is is you're really good at this fantasy football thing, too. So we sway each other sometimes, but without the other voice in the room, 
I, I think there was more confidence in what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like to think that I would have talked to you off of the D, uh, Dante Foreman hate. I don't know that that necessarily would have been true. But, um, yeah, totally different when you're not checked in. I definitely felt like uh, I felt like a fish out of water this weekend, but I had a really good time with the fam. No bye weeks this weekend, so I'm expecting a ton of questions this Sunday. 50857 is how you can reach us on Sundays, 10 to 11 a.m., on the Fantasy Fix syndicated throughout the state of Florida, Orlando, Tampa, and Miami, and soon to be featured on my Twitter profile. <laughs> Bucks Bills tonight, desperation spot for both. Who needs it more in, in order to keep their hopes alive for the season? I'm going to say the Bills need it more just because the NFC South isn't a powerhouse division and you still got to deal with the Dolphins. The Patriots just beat the Bills, so like I guess we'll consider them. And the Jets, like I don't know, they have a really good defense. People think Rodgers might play again. Like I don't know. So I, I think when you look at the East and just the AFC in general, if you're the Bills, like you really can't afford to fall too far behind, um, especially against opponents like the Bucks, which are more beatable maybe than some of the other ones coming up on your record in, in the division. Um, you know. So that being said, I would say the Bills need it more but i think it's pretty equal like you're talking about two teams that had a decent start to this season and have faltered recently and have a couple of losses and um it's a swing game in their divisions like they need it to keep pace with their division leaders so i think it's a lot closer like i, I think both teams need it but if you're making me pick because of the divisions i'll pick the bills yeah, there's definitely higher expectations for the Bills. It does feel like if the Bucks lose, they would have lost four of their last five, and you kind of get the feeling like the season's over. So the Bills need it for confidence and what their ultimate goal is uh, to, to kind of get themselves to that point. But the but the Bucks feels like maybe if the, they lose, is it hyperbole to say if they lose, the season's over? I won't pick them to win another game if they lose tonight, there you go. like flat out, except for the games against the Panthers, which they have two of, because Carolina is really bad too. Um, but outside of those games, like I will not pick them to win another game, including next week against Houston and then Tennessee after that and then the 49ers after that before finally getting into those Panther games. So, yeah, I, I think that's a plain way to put it, but in theory I'm with you. Um that being said, Brandon, like I'm, I'm picking the Bucks to win tonight. I'm Whoa. on the island. You guys will call me Gilligan. Yeah, I get it. Go ahead. I get it. People are mad. Uh, they think I'm an idiot. They think I'm hot taking it. I felt this way yesterday, and I slept on it, and I felt even better about it this morning. There are certain things that like I think we're losing sight of. The first of which is the Bills aren't good. Like they're not. Not that the Bucks are. Not that the Bucks are playing well. But, like, I'm watching right now the replay on NFL Network of the Bills and New England game, and I'm just like, yeah, this Buffalo teammate, they're not scaring me right now. Um, and there are some things, like, the Bucks have the best turnover ratio in the NFL. They have the best red zone defense in the NFL. Like, the Bucks aren't awful all around. They have some areas where they need to improve, like the running game, but guess what? The Bills have the worst rushing defense in the NFL. So if you're ever going to find room on the ground uh, with, with your rushing attack, it would be this game. It would be this moment tonight up in Buffalo. So I'm looking at some things like that. There was a moment, though, that I keep leaning on heaviest, Brandon. Antoine Winfield Jr. is having an all-pro season. He's going to reset the market just like Tristan Worfs uh, in his positional group when he gets paid this offseason. If he doesn't get tagged, he get paid next offseason in Tampa Bay. Antoine Winfield Jr., in the locker room after the Falcons loss, spoke up and said that, you know, if we want to be great, we got to be better, and gave this impassioned speech. And I, I truly believe that goes a long way. And I said a lot with the Rays this year. They lacked leadership, and it's one of the reasons I think they 
had an awful July and why they ultimately sucked in the postseason. The Bucks have a ton of leadership, including guys like Antoine Winfield Jr., Levante David, on the offense, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even a guy like Baker Mayfield. I think there's so much leadership in that room that I don't see them wiltering away. I think they're going to step up and surprise people tonight, and I think they find a way to come out with a victory. So here I was looking for Zach to potentially talk me off of taking the Bucks plus nine and a half tonight, and all you have done is further gassed me up. Oh, I'm real. I myself, for the record, nobody else feels this way at DAE. So take that for what it's worth. I'm on an island, um, but I find uh, I find fun times on island. I'm on I'm an island boy, you know. I mean, I do think the Bucks have a chance to definitely keep it close. And if it's close, then they have a chance to win. This Buffalo team, I think you nailed it. This team is not very good right now. Josh Allen doesn't look great. They they rely way too heavily on Stephon Diggs. Now he can kill you, but um, the the Bucks have good corners and and the Bills are so banged up defensively. Yep. People view this Bills team as like, oh, they have a really tough defense. All the guys that made the defense tough are out. So this is a bunch of backups. And the Bills, another like, we'll look at one of their strengths. They're the second best team, I think, with sacks. Like they do a great job of putting pressure on the opposing quarterback and getting to the quarterback. But the Bucks have one of the best pass protection units in the league so far. And even missing a guy like Matt Filer at left guard, Aaron Sinney steps in and he might actually play better than Filer has this year. Filer hasn't been amazing. Neither of the tackles have been. Um, but the Bucks have really good pass protection. And Baker Mayfield's done a great job at scrambling and throwing the ball away. You know, lately he's every once in a while throwing a pick because he's trying to do too much. But overall. The Bucks have been really good in that way, even if the Bills have been too. So that's two strengths going head to head. I just I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna handcuff, you know, that offense for Tampa Bay into just throwing picks and getting sacked all game. That hasn't been them all year, even in the games they've lost. We're talking to Zach Blobner from ninety five three WDAE, my co host on the Fantasy Fix from ten to eleven AM on ninety six nine the game and, and all throughout the state on the iHeartRadio app. Baker Mayfield uh, was questionable coming in. He's set to play tonight, from what I understand. Chris Godwin as well. Uh, would you like to verify those things and tell me about Vita Vea? Yeah, it's so interesting because, like, we're in it, and you deal with this, I'm sure, on the Magic side a lot, and probably with UCS as well. Like, injury reports, when they're looked at from a national perspective, are so different than what we do locally. Right. We're closer to the fire. Um, like, Baker Mayfield's fine. His knee's fine. He's good to go. There's no issue there. I mean, I'm not saying he's 100% healthy, but who is, right? Uh, Chris Godwin, same idea. He's good to go. I'm not worried about him at all. Vita Vea, I think his snap count's going to come down, but I think he's going to play. I think he's going to start. And I think he's going to play probably at least half the snaps, if not a smidge more um, or a smidge less, I guess, possibly, too. But he'll play about half the snaps regardless, is my opinion. And then I, I just feel like a big boost, which it's not a sexy name, but Chase Edmonds comes back. He missed the last four weeks. They need another back that can help them, aside from Rashad White, who's been really good in the passing game. But, again, there's been no work on the ground. I think Chase Edmonds will help them there. He returns. Um, I just I think the big injury, obviously, is to the starting line, left guard Matt Filer. But, again, Aaron Stinney steps in for him. I like him on the O-line. Might even be an upgrade. Uh, I, I don't worry about the Bucks injuries in this game so much, to be honest with you. I think they're going to be just fine on that front. Do you think they're able to generate a run game? Because this has been it's like the same, every time I look at the Bucks box score, it reads the same thing. It's like 3.2 yards per carry, 70 total yards. Yeah, so I don't necessarily think all of a sudden they're going to rush for 100 yards, especially when you take the quarterback scrambles out of it, but I think they rush more effectively and efficiently 
this game than they have in any other game this year. So it's an improvement because the Bills' rush defense is so bad. Um, but, I, again, I don't think you can just lock them into Rashad White needs to start in fantasy and they're going to break the 100-yard mark and all these other things. I think it's a step in the right direction and, and enough of a step that they, again, find a way to win this game. All right. I'm feeling chilly. Give me my 30-second lightning update. Coming off the best game of their season, they shut out a good Carolina team. A couple of nights ago at Emily Arena, 3-0 to zero was the final. Jonas Johansson, we call him Yo-Yo and Net, who's filling in for Vassy, still banged up and out of the lineup. He's been great, phenomenal. Uh, Braden Point got his first goal of the night in that win. Nikita Kucherov has been a monster, but who's surprised about that? And then Nick Paul, better call Paul. He's been good on the power play, helping him get those extra goals. They will take on a team in San Jose tonight at Amelie Arena, who's one of the worst in the league. So, and assuming the Lightning are even somewhat focused, they should uh, post back-to-back victories after seeing the Sharks. Always good stuff from Mr. Zach Blobner. At Zach on the mic is how you can find him on social. Noon to 3 p.m. He's live with Jay Retcher on 95.3 WDAE right there on that iHeartRadio app. And you can catch us on the Fantasy Fix every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. It has been fun playing radio ping pong with you today, Zach. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I can't wait, man. Go Bucks. All right, Zoneheads, I need you to play along with us for the success of our next segment. Text in your go-to first dates. That's right. You heard me correctly. Text in your go-to first date or the first date that you had with your significant other. You will understand the context of this in the next segment. I'm almost positive it will entertain you. Get involved. 50857, your go-to first date or the first date that you had with your significant other. Tea time is coming up, but right now it's a winning time and the place I'm getting in all Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.